Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Of wine. Yes, we do not. And this week, it's kind of a fun episode. Yeah. We're doing life skills to master before turning 30. Which... which you got to know some life skills. You got to know. Yeah. So we have 24 life skills that we're going to go through that you need to master or you should master. Um, everything from learning to apologize to mending your clothes. We actually found this list on Business Insider that we're going to go through and we're going to like share our own experiences yes. and what we've learned. Mm-hmm. Also, I have something to say later about the whole turning 30 thing that I is oh. kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Oh, okay. But well, Very we can get into it. But um, Nat, what are we drinking this yes. episode? Yes. Okay. We're drinking the Maryvale 2011 Late Harvest Riesling. And you know we love a Riesling. We love a Riesling. Love a Riesling. <laughs> um, although it might be a dessert wine. The bottle is incredibly small. It's looking like a dessert wine because it's like it's, the color of syrup, essentially. So we're going to find Again, out. I feel like people need to be reminded constantly. It's, it's 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. Yeah. We do this for you guys. And it's I made really the mistake again of I ate a banana. And oh, one thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. in the car on the way here, yeah. I'm eating. They're in the car with me and I'm eating like a granola bar. And <laughs> <laughs> now we're just going to drink. So, Natalie, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's a dessert wine if I've ever had one. What is this? It's a dessert wine. Okay. We've well, never had a dessert wine on the show. I know. I think it's just throwing me. This is the um, first one. Um, we'll, we'll circle back at the end of the episode and rate it. Mm-hmm. But not, um, we are back from the dark side. We just <laughs> came back from, we actually had we, a very eventful few days. Well, we died. We did die. <laughs> and we were reborn. And we were reborn. <laughs> How much do we want to reveal? All right. Here's what happened. Corinne and I for a very long time, have said we wanted to go to Salem around Halloween. Um, And the opportunity struck. We went, and um, we went to a a ritual. A ritual transformation session with a high priestess. High priestess, the main witch of Salem. Yeah. Has a black cat. This bitch runs Salem. (laughs) Okay, also, like, when I've told people about the time when she was holding the paper and it literally combusted in the air. Yeah. Like, that was like a magic trick, though. I was like, okay, so what? we let's clarify. So we, so Nat and I went to Salem. We bought tickets to this ritual. Mm-hmm. We were looking at like SalemHappenings.com, and yep. it was like, oh, like a witch is, a, and this is like a real witch. Like this woman this is, is a professional. This is not witch. like a kitschy, like no, no, no. This, this is a, wasn't a witch. show. No, yeah. this woman is a professional witch full time. That's how she yeah. makes her cash money. <laughs> yes. And so Natalie and I go, and there was like a, you know, it's in a mall. <laughs> it was in a mall, and there was a haunted house next door, and like there was screams. Everybody's every- gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. But um, basically, this whole ceremony, we died. Yes, mm-hmm. it was called death and rebirth, and we had to die and then be reborn. Yeah, and then we had to. We had we made little candles. Yeah, I loved every single second of it. No, I did. We too. cried. We wept. I felt very connected to the circle. Me too. It's a lot of old people too. It was which a I lot loved. of old people. It was surprising. Yeah. There was a lot of like cruise ship vibes. Very cruise ship vibes. But they were all very down. They were down for the for the death and rebirth. They were. <laughs> so we had a great time and then um we had to come back early because there was like a nine one one level storm. Yeah, got so, <laughs> so we like 
in a three hour turnaround immediately it was, it was midnight and we got on the 6 a.m flight yeah we were like when we, oh, when we decided to leave so yeah. it was a real um it's been an eventful few days. It was an eventful few days. Yeah. Okay, but now let, let's get into the episode. Yeah. Um, do you want to explain what we're talking about? Yes. Well, you know, like you said, this was the list from Business Insider about the life skills that you'll need to have before you turn 30. But you can master them at any age. At any age. At any age. You know, here we are approaching 28. Okay, but this is my whole thing where the 30 part's kind of rubbing me the wrong way because I feel like society's making 30 this big thing right. that it doesn't need to be. It's just a number. It's another age. It's another year. And it's like, I'm ex- 30. You have 30s. I know, but like, I, even the way the list is titled, like 24 life skills you should have mastered by 30. Right. It's like there's everybody's on their own timeline. Yeah. Don't and feel 30 pressured. 30 doesn't need to be this big, like, scary thing that you have to, like, be somewhere by. But exactly. I think these are just life skills you should have you, you should you should just master at at some point that's a point yeah um but i think it's important to say that this list was written by shanna Leibowitz and alana i'm gonna say it's Akhtar. 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 Yeah. well we'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to read it but let's get into the first one that they have on the list one of the life skills you should have mastered by 30 which is to accept feedback gracefully. So for most of us, it is hard to hear how we could have made a mistake or we've done something better. Um, An amazing skill, which you can learn through practice, is to set aside your emotional response in the moment and focus on the information being presented to you. And some of it will be valid. Maybe some of it's invalid. But let your brain decide that and not your ego. Uh, That's the biggest skill is like ego versus self, right? And just a way to accept feedback gracefully like if you made a mistake you can say thank you so much for pointing that out I'm gonna fix you know this error immediately do things differently etc um you know when you mess up it's important to show humility mm-hmm. and also demonstrating that you've learned from that slip up right which is super important and then also if they were like super harsh because sometimes people don't give feedback gracefully true so you have to be able to accept it even if it wasn't, mm-hmm. you could say something like, thank you for your feedback. I definitely have a clear idea of what went wrong in this situation. Do you have any suggestions for some overall changes I can make? Um, usually really harsh criticism means there's a bigger issue than a couple of mistakes on a single project. So yeah. use that to kind of get to the root cause. Like, okay, why are you being so Yeah. 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 And also, like we've said before, people say things out of love or out of fear. And sometimes people come out of a place of fear and and they they, project and they go on the attack yeah so you got to kind of discern that too um but sort of in a similar vein another skill is to learn to apologize sincerely Mm -hmm. a lot of people really don't know this this skill so we've got some tips here and so according to thinkkindly.org these are the five steps to a sincere what a cutie website cutie pie (laughs) thinkkindly.org you know we love a dot org. Okay, so first you got to name what you did wrong. So be specific in what you're owning up to because vague apologies obviously don't feel that yeah. sincere because it doesn't under it feels like you don't understand why you're even apologizing. You're just like yes. I'm sorry, you know. Yes. Um. So you could say like I'm um, or if you're saying I'm sorry you got hurt, that's like I hate when people say I'm sorry if if you right. It's like that. no, that's not owning up to your actions. So you really gotta say like. I'm sorry I called you X, Y, Z. Or, you know, I'm sorry I behaved in this particular way. So be specific. Also, have some empathy. Because even if you think you didn't hurt someone, 
you did if mm-hmm. you're having to apologize. So acknowledge their feelings as legitimate. Don't be like, you know, yeah, y- you don't, you can't feel that way because I wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. Um. Also, make it about you. So if you're apologizing with someone like after a conflict, don't bring up what they did wrong. Like if you think, well, you also did this, uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people can only apologize if like the other person is also at fault. Right. You just keep your side of the street clean and you you take care of your own shit. Yes. Also, keep explanations brief. So you can explain yourself if the reason is valid, but keep it brief and remember that it doesn't justify your behavior Mm -hmm. Um, and say so. You can say, like, I was stressed out about my project deadline, but that doesn't make it okay for me to yell at you. And I'm sorry I acted that way. Yeah. But if you go on, well, well, it's because this this, and this this, and this and and that. that. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Not sincere. And um, lastly, another thing you can do is to just let it go. What happens next isn't up to you. So you apologize and you can't force someone to accept if they don't want to. So, you know, you have to say sorry, move on, let it go. Move, move along. Yes. All right. So our third tip here or our third uh, skill rather is managing your time wisely. This Mm. is a big skill. And we actually did a whole episode on this. Um, on time management. It's episode 18. It's actually one of my favorite episodes we've done. It's a good episode. It's a really, if you have trouble with time management, listen to episode 18. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and one of our favorite tips that we learned from that episode uh, was called the Eisenhower Matrix, where you prioritize your, task, your, your tasks based on urgency and importance. Yes. So, Which I said I was going to do and then never did it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we learn and then we we forget to do them. <laughs> um, the next life skill that they had on the list to master by 30, which I thought was very interesting, was to figure out how to use keyboard shortcuts. You know, I have no fucking idea what a keyboard shortcut is. <laughs> okay, but it makes sense because since most work nowadays involves like using a computer, you can save yourself a lot of time if you like know how to do a little shortcut. And I looked up one for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you know that if you click option and delete, it deletes the entire word you just wrote? So you don't have to backspace? I mean, it was... Little thing. We were we were researching this and I tried it and I was like, oh it works. my God. Option, the whole delete, word. The whole word went away. I thought, are you fucking kidding? Could save me a lot of time. You got to figure out how to use these keyboard shortcuts, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I Something I have not mastered. <laughs> yeah. Got to do that. The next thing is to say no respectfully. This is something we've personally had to learn how to do as we've gotten older. Um, learning when and how to say no is imperative for your mental and physical health. Yeah. If you don't know when to say no, here are some questions to ask yourself. Will saying yes prevent me from focusing on something that's more important? Mm. Does this potential project opportunity or activity align with my values, belief, and goals? Mm. What are my core values, beliefs, and goals? And goal? What are those? What are they? <laughs> Will saying yes make me feel even more tired and burnt out? That's my number one thing. That's I'm my like, number ah. one. Will saying yes be good for my mental health or will it worsen it? That's also another one. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the past when I've said yes, have I ended up regretting it? Actually, I feel like that doesn't happen to me too much. It's happened to me because I just hide away in my house for the most part. Um, and then also, when am I more likely to accept a request I'd rather decline? How can I reduce these challenges? Yeah, saying no is hard, it's, it's hard. something you learn as you get older, or mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe just because I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> another task to master by 30 is to get better at 
empathizing with others. So psychologists say empathy is a fundamental part of human interaction. In fact, people who lack the ability to empathize and take interest in other people are often called narcissists. Oh, (laughs) shocking. (laughs) So ways that you can learn how to empathize is to talk to new people from different points of view, really listen to them. I I found something that was actually kind of cool is to try out someone else's life. So attend maybe like someone else's church or mosque or synagogue or even just hang out in a new neighborhood or even just volunteer at like a local homeless shelter and listen to people's stories. Get out of your own self. Yeah. Get out of your own little world. Mm -hmm. Um, Our next skill to master is how to communicate through body language. So sometimes your body language tells people everything they need to know before you even open your mouth. Mm -hmm. That is a direct quote from an author named Dean Bokari. You're so good at saying people's names. <sighs> Thanks. Well, I mean, I actually don't know if that's how you say his name. But I think we'll it is. pretend. We'll pretend. Um, experts have highlighted specific body language techniques that can make you more likable. So, for example, don't break eye contact with your conversation partner even after they finished speaking. Now I'm like, staring I'm like, up. but is that creepy? I know. I feel like, are we just supposed to have a staring contest? I can't do that. It's, it's weird, right? Um, but apparently that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Feels threatening a little bit. It does. It's you like I mean? psycho killer vibes, but <laughs> I guess it works. Bit. I don't know. Uh, also, make sure not to fidget or touch your face too much because that can give the impression that you're lying or anxious. I had to tell Joe this because oh. um, Joe used to sit at – because he's so tall. Mm-hmm. When he would sit at tables, he would like crunch over kind of like this. And I was like, you, if you cover your mouth, it's like a psychological thing. People think you're lying. That's one of my biggest fears is that people think I'm lying when I'm not. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I'm like, well, oh, don't God. cover your mouth because that's like a body language thing. And I told Joe that. I was like, oh, people like it's like a subconscious thing if you cover your mouth because you would do oh, this. Interesting. I know. Because um, I knew that. Um, another life skill is to learn to make friends in any environment. Research suggests that one way to make friends as an adult is through self-disclosure. Revealing information about yourself to another person predicts liking, closeness, and relationship building. Another surprisingly simple tactic is to simply spend more time with the people you'd like to befriend. Hmm. Very According simple. According to the mere exposure effect, we tend to like things in people we're familiar with. That makes sense. Checks out. If you want to make friends, hang out with them. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, here's a here's an interesting one. Mend your own clothes. Mend your own clothes. Yeah. This is something that um like our grandmas did, our moms did. Um, even the basics of like how how to sew it, sew on a button. Yeah. Is something that I we can't should do learn. that. Can't do that. Fix a hem. Nope. Reattach a strap. Nope. Uh, darning a sock. Nope. Which is like patching up a nope. hole. Um, and doing like patchwork. Nope. Negative. Maybe you could get like iron-ons. I tried to learn how to crochet over the oh, pandemic. Yeah. Failed. You, but you, you got like a square. Um, but maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> pretend like that, that you did. Another skill that we actually just talked about on our podcast, um, is to learn to speak a second language. Yeah. Learning a second language opens you up to an entirely different world. It can even help you navigate your current world better. For example, when we were in Salem, our witch friend Liska was explaining. <laughs> Shout out to Liska. Yeah, do you want to explain what she was telling us? Oh, yeah. So um, we were in her little witch shop. We were in her witch shop. And um, <laughs> she was showing us all these little potions or incenses or whatever. And they were for 
each day of the week. And she was saying, well, actually, it was each planet. And she yeah. was like, they correspond with each day of the week. And so she was like, you know, um, like Monday is the moon. And she's like, it makes more sense if you know Spanish because yeah. it's like Lundy is like, and it's like and Luna, Luna. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. no, so it makes sense. You can pair, you can make things uh, work if you know more you languages. You can click things together. Mm-hmm. Um, sticking to a budget. Sticking to a budget. That That's is... That's something we also haven't talked about on the podcast for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> not that we were like frivolous spenders. No, we're not at all. We just don't... I just don't have like a structure. No. I have a general outline. Um, so, yeah. I think we'll... We shouldn't say much on that other than that we will do an episode in the future. And we haven't mastered it yet. Yeah. That's something that we have not figured out um another life skill to master is to learn basic photoshop or really any sort of graphic design programs um for me i don't know anything not yet yet you you're actually pretty pretty good you make great graphics oh thank you so much i'm terrible i somehow managed to get an art degree without ever opening photoshop or illustrator or anything on the computer (laughs) so i've had to teach myself that um but it is a good skill to have. It's a great skill. I'm very jealous of it. Um, spending more time alone is our next life skill. Uh, we literally are the queens of this. I we don't, yeah. Mastered it. Alone. Mastered it at a young age. Very young age. Um, and if you're not spending time alone, you should you should get on it. Because if you feel the need to be around people all day long or you can't spend any time like by yourself with your thoughts... Therapy alert. Maybe go therapy. Maybe sort of think, like, why can't I be by myself? I love being by myself. Me too. (sighs) True introvert. Um, Another life skill to master is to get comfortable with public speaking. I feel like that was like... That's a tough one. Yeah. Honestly, the fear of public speaking is a very common one. Um, So if it's not your favorite activity, you're not alone. But learning to get comfortable with public speaking can actually give you more job opportunities in the future. Mm -hmm. So it is something that you should be comfortable with. I used to be terrified of public speaking, even though I'm an actor. But it's different when you're... It's different. Like on a stage. You know what I mean? It's different like that. Um, And I used to like to reframe my anxiety as excitement because they're actually biologically the same reaction. You told me that once. Yes. It's Uh, it's hard to reframe, but it's a really good tip. Yeah. um, And I would like also like pretend people in the audience were like naked or in their... Not naked. (laughs) But like in their underwear or whatever. Right, right, right. Butt ass naked. It's completely nude. But there's different like little hacks you can do to get more comfortable public speaking. Yeah. Our next little life skill is to learn how to negotiate. Uh, We actually do want to do a bigger episode on this, on how to negotiate your salary, because it's definitely a larger conversation. Um, But we did find one tip that might be helpful for you right now, which is to make the first bid, whether it's for a job offer or a home offer, you know, whatever. Research shows that when a seller makes the first offer, the final price is typically higher than if the buyer made the first offer. Okay. Why? Because the buyer's first offer will always be low. So that sets a lower anchor. In negotiations, anchors matter. Mm. So for example, if you're applying for a new job or position, give them the first number. Like, I'm looking for $150,000 a year. And then they can come back with a counter. Right. As opposed to them saying, okay, we're offering 80000 and then you have to go up from right. there. Right. And then you're like, like, I... Start, uh, and then we can like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know? 
That makes sense. Aim high and then just expect it to come down a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Another basic life skill that you should have mastered by 30, which I agree with, is you should be able to cook basic meals at Joe. At Joe. Love you, (laughs) but at Joe. Um, uh, You guys... We, we did an episode on this um, with Chef Megan Mitchell, if you want to go back and listen to it. But she kind of goes over the basics of the kitchen, like what you should have, like spices, what meals you should know how to make. Yeah, just she's also like, just so fun and cutie. And so she's the best. Go back and listen to that one if yeah. you uh, need. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just saw what you wrote here. Oh, oh, I, I wrote a little note here. It says, we're adults now, so Uncrustables no longer count as meals. Sorry, Kenny, who is my brother? And he will, like, he is known to eat, like, 12 Uncrustables at a time. Oh, wow. This I is a 31-year-old man. One Uncrustable. This is a 31-year-old man. <laughs> and then one time he drank a whole bottle of, like, seltzer water with it, and he called me. He's like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to be hospitalized. Something's gone wrong. So, yeah, we got to cool it on the Uncrustables, bro. <laughs> okay, next skill, make small talk. Nobody likes small talk, obviously, but if you can learn a few tips and tricks, it can make it a little more bearable. Um, One thing my mom taught me, um, because I used to have social anxiety and I used to, like, you know, be, like, 16. I'm like, what do I say at a party with someone? She was like, always ask them about themselves. People love yes. talking about themselves. So if you don't know what to say, just ask them questions about themselves. Yeah. Also, not on our plane to Boston, to New York, um, a girl on the plane, I was waiting for the bathroom, you know, like uh-huh. everyone like kind of like crowds. Yeah. And the, the girl, you don't have to talk to these people. She was like, are you watching anything fun? I was like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I was like, oh, um, no, I'm sleeping. Oh, well, I'm watching this. And I was like, oh, oh. I just felt like that was such an yeah. interesting time to make small talk. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, we also met a girl in Boston at the park who just. Oh, yeah. Audrey. Um, Audrey. If you're listening, Audrey, because she did follow the Instagram. She was great at she small talk. She was a great small talker. She was like, so what are you guys doing? Like, how long are you in town? How are you in town? Yeah. She was so it's a great skill to have. <laughs> Um, another thing to master by 30 is to back up your electronics. That part. Seems like a pain in the ass, but it's actually a lot easier than you think. Um, Natalie just recently learned what the cloud was. Oh, yeah. I literally, <laughs> I actually don't really know, but I did buy the cloud, I think. I don't really know what goes into the cloud. All I know is like half my pictures are gone on my phone most of the yeah. time. No, you can't like look at them yeah. like, off Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, bo- the most uh, basic and simple way to back up your electronics is just to get an external hard drive and like regularly plug it into your computer. Trust me, I know it sounds like so monotonous and boring, but like you need to do it. Yeah, anytime Mercury hits retrograde, you're going to want There's a big those. risk out There's there. There's a risk. This next skill is one that I think we both particularly might need a little a little help a little in, um, because we're not good at it. Uh, actually, I won't even, we were on the train in Boston, and I would not walk past um, the woman oh in front God. of me. I think I'm better than you. Yeah. I really learned a lot about you on that trip, and I was like, Natalie cannot, like, I, a, yeah. Ask for ask, help. Ask for help. That's the skill, <laughs> is be, be comfortable asking for help. I am not comfortable with it. I... I also told Corinne, like, basically, if I have a low blood sugar moment on a plane, like, because technically they're supposed to ground the plane, I would just die on the plane. I thought, Natalie, no, you wouldn't. She said, yeah, I would. I would. Because I was dying on the plane and I couldn't tell anybody. Because you were like, (laughs) you should have told me. And then also you you were having low blood sugar. And I was like, nah, I have a whole bag of snacks. (laughs) I said, I brought way too many snacks. And you were like, "I, I can't. I'd rather die than eat your snacks. I was like, Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a skill that I need to be better at. 
Okay, but research does show that asking for a little advice or assistance and particularly at work can actually make you look more competent um, because people feel flattered that you turn to them to ask for help in the first place. That makes sense. That checks out. Oh, hey. Um, Another skill that you should have mastered is to learn how to pick up a date. Mm. Uh, It says uh, don't use a pickup line unless you know for sure it will be well received or that person like you're approaching thinks it's like funny or something. That could go really wrong. I think like only use pickup lines ironically. Yeah. Do not use a pickup line ironically. I don't know if you should ever use a pickup line ever. It's a big risk. It's a big risk. I think the odds are not in your favor for that. <laughs> um, but, you know, be natural about it. You know, being creepy or coming too close into people's personal space, like, won't be well received. Just use your common sense. Yeah. Also, like, online dating, I think the the 2021 version of picking up a date is sliding in a DM. Sliding into a DM. Sliding into a DM. And, like, don't be weird about it. But that's, like, low-key how me and Joe are together. Yeah. So, cool, kind of. Cool, calm, collective. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. A little DM. So Instagram is a great tool for... For dating, honestly. Yeah. Um, the next skill, I probably shouldn't speak on this one at all, which is dress appropriately appropriately for a job interview. Um, so we don't really go on job interviews. I mean, you yeah, know, I've never. I I mean, my only thing I could say is like I do auditions, which yeah. is like a job interview, and like I have like like I just literally uh, yesterday did an audition for a, a lawyer, so I needed like a blazer, like a blazer. But um, yeah. we can't really help you there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really dressed that appropriately, like, in my life, to be <laughs> honest. But, um, you know, just just know what the situation is and kind of do your own little research. Um, so the next life skill to have mastered is to wake up on time. Uh, we have an entire episode on morning routines. That's actually, again, like, one of our most listened to episodes yeah, ever. that's so a good episode. It's a great episode. So if you need to, like, revamp your morning routine— Go back, listen to that episode. Uh, Nat gets up at the crack. I accidentally FaceTimed you at 6.30. You were like, hey, uh, did you mean to do that? I was like, of course she's like awake. <laughs> I know, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go at like 5.45. Um, here's a here's a, a skill that I personally, it's a pet peeve of mine. Okay. If people do not have a good handshake. You got to master a good handshake. Yeah. Smile, make eye contact, firm grip. Nobody loves that like Lucy Goose, like that limp ass oh. hand where they're mm-hmm. like, Ugh. It's like that take my good hand guy from scary movie. But then also, <laughs> but also if it's too like, yeah, like, don't Jesus. crush it. Don't rip their arm off. Just again, common sense. Um, and actually, we've made it to the last life skill. Oh, wow. List, which is get good at taking a power nap. Hmm. Um, as much as we all want to get seven to eight hours of sleep, it's just not possible. I it's certainly just, you don't. know, like with our lives and everything. So if you can just learn to take like a 10 to 20 minute nap to like biohack yourself into like being able to maintain throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. You're unstoppable. We should look up like what the best time, you know, it's like, is it midday? Is it mid morning? Some people say it's like drink a caffeinated bevy and then take a nap. What? I, I know. would actually... It's weird. It's weird. (laughs) But hey, we should we should look into it. Well, we hope that you guys feel inspired to master one or more of these skills on this list. We Mm -hmm. obviously have some work to do now. We've got some things we got to get doing. Really got to ask for Um, help. (laughs) We will link the full article in the show notes if you want to read it. Um, And we want to obviously give credit to the the people that wrote this uh, article as well. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So now, should we circle back now on this delicious, uh, what are we drinking? It's a Maryvale Late Harvest Riesling. So I'm gathering that you don't like dessert wine. 
it's very concentrated. Yeah, it's dessert. It's like apple juice, basically. No. Uh. Should we introduce our hottie of the week? Yeah. So it's, I feel like, have you never had a dessert wine? I had one once with you when we ate that that one place, you remember? Maybe I had a limoncello. Is that not? Oh, yeah. We had a limoncello. Is that a dessert wine? No. Oh. No. <laughs> but like similar vibes okay. where you kind of just sip on it. Very like syrupy almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but our hottie this week is a Miss Mindy Kaling. And we chose her just because she feels very adult. Yeah. I feel like she's just I feel always... like she was born 30. Yeah. You in know? a good way. In a great like, way. She just, I feel like she just knows her shit. Yeah. Like, she definitely knows how to sew a button on. Oh, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Yes. So, she just feels appropriate. She does. So, one to Mindy Kaling. What are we rating this Maryvale syrup? <laughs> I feel like we're going to have very... Because di- I really like it. Okay. Well, for a dessert you give your rating, I'll give mine. I mean, I'm straight up going to give it a nine. I really like it. But I also like dessert wine. I guess I just like don't know in like what situation I would drink this. After a dinner for <gasps> dessert. <laughs> oh, for dessert. Yeah, it's a yeah. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you've been saying. Oh, okay. A dessert <laughs> wine is a wine you drink like for dessert. Oh, so like this would be instead of like Ice cream, right? Like, yeah, it's like post meal, or you might—they might still bring a little, a little sorbet or something, and then you get hit with a little dessert wine. Okay, because so now I got to think differently about this because I'm like, this is not just, something that you just drink. If with I had a steak, a, I was gonna say, well, if I just had a steak, and then I'm like, okay, right, one to Mindy Kaling, different about a six. Okay, different context. So what? I don't know what the. Six, uh, a nine and a six, seven and a half, seven and a half out of Mindy Kaling. We love it. Works for us. All right. This is time of the episode where we play a little wrap up game. And this week we have a new one. Yeah, we've got a new one. Recent Obsessions. Recent Obsessions. Natalie always has like funny ones and fun ones. And mine mine is literally the most basic bitch one. Well, we also determined this new game on our trip because I have a recent obsession with acai bowls. Uh, and it's a little concerning. Oh, I don't have my headphones on. Just realized that. Oh, well, let me tell you, the audio sounds great. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> um, yeah, acai bowls. Okay, but can I can I further explain yeah. it? It's not just like oh, Natalie loves acai bowls. Like she could sniff out. Like we'd be down the street. She could <laughs> sniff out. She's like, uh, acai bowl over there. Acai bowl over there. I'm like, Natalie, what the fuck is going on? No. And then like the last maybe. Three weeks a month, like every day, I think you've had an acai Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. But the the scary thing for me is that um, they're so expensive. They're so expensive. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I look at my credit card. But I'm like, Natalie, you spent sixty dollars on acai bowls last week. That's fucking insane. I spent sixty dollars for all my groceries in one week. Well, maybe you need to learn how to make them at home. You know they're not going to be the same. They're not going to be they the same. They put the little bee pollen on there. <laughs> they put they slice up the bananas all cute. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to break the banana off like in my mouth and like spit it into it. You know what I mean? So I'm really obsessed with an acai bowl and these little stale pretzels <laughs> that we found. Corinne got these like I got I got really disturbingly salty pretzels. Yeah, and then so I let Natalie have one. 
And then this was on the trip. She never stopped talking about the pretzels the whole trip. And she'd be like, every night we get in the room, we got to find those pretzels again. (laughs) I'm like, do we have to find the pretzels? We did find the pretzels. We did find them. At a random Boston CVS. It was a 7-Eleven, I think. (laughs) I ate the whole bag. Um, And then when I went to Sprouts, when I got home, I got more. I'm glad because I was concerned you weren't going to get enough pretzels. (laughs) I still can't get enough. (laughs) I still can't get enough. It's my obsession. Okay. Well, my recent obsession, which is so boring, I didn't want to go last. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. I, as we all know, I have an anxiety disorder. So I, for (laughs) years, I have not been able to enjoy this. And so it's new for me, which is why I'm obsessed with it. Coffee. Yeah. And I know it's like, oh, coffee. Eh. Like, I, no, I'm not I'm not a part enough. of coffee culture or anything. It's new to me. And, like, it's like, am I obsessed or am I addicted? That's the fine line that you're towing right I'm now. I'm, like, right there. Like, I had one today. Yeah. And I feel sometimes, again, I have an anxiety disorder. So it's like, I'll drink it and then immediately be like, this was a terrible idea. Right. And I'm going to die. Yeah. And or like, how do I make it stop? Yeah. <laughs> there was one night where she was like, I think I'm like going to have a heart attack. Like, I'm I'm so anxious. Oh, my God. Like, everything's wrong. And I was like, do you think it's because you had a giant coffee <laughs> and then you chugged a Coke? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, very oh. caffeine sensitive. <laughs> so it's like not a... a a healthy obsession like Aussable, but um it is an obsession yeah and it's recent so it's a recent obsession there we go there um, we go well thanks for listening to this week's episode uh don't forget to rate and review the podcast it really helps us grow also share this with a friend yeah it's a great one yeah a friend who needs uh to learn some life skills yes send it over in a nice way <laughs> lovingly <laughs> and we'll be back next week with another episode love you guys bye, bye.